in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson, Nissan of Asheville. It's ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Ingalls Studio now open for business. It is the Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We are seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat for a Power Rankings Tuesday. We do it each and every week on this day. And everybody just thought, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles will be number one. Not so fast, Not my friend. Not so fast. Wow. If you listen to me, congratulations. Got the commanders, got the over. Let's go. Good for you. That great week where you were going to seize the day. You got a game on me. I did. I did. I still picked up a game, nonetheless. Got the uh, got the win and beat the Chief by a game. And now there's only one of us that's at 500 for the season. I'm so but I'm a saying. game below. <laughs> <laughs> a nice 66-66-5 and five record for the Tankster. Another win this week in the Beat the Chief. And uh, I'm yeah, hitting my stride it. at just the I right it. time. I, I, I missed it. I did not see that coming last night. I mean, I that get, was the most predictable trap game I think I've ever seen. Now, I did not think they would lose. Exactly. I did not think they would lose. I did think that was going to be close for a long time. You did. You kept saying it. That score is going to be closer than you think. Nobody saw that coming, though. I mean, I was listening to VSAN last night, the, the, the show that is directly after us here on uh, ESPN Asheville. On the way home, I'm listening, and they had one guy on the show just kept asking every guest that they had, like, hey, what do you think about the uh, commanders in the money line tonight? And nobody wanted to take him up on it. And they finally said, dude, if you want to do it, just do it. Like, stop looking for us to, you know, you want to have the spicy take. Well, I mean, that's the, the millennial way. I, I want to hear my opinion come out of your mouth. Right. Well, he just wanted somebody to verify. Like, he had this feeling, and he wanted somebody else to back him up, but nobody would. Because that was insane. The Washington Commanders are not a good football team. There's no way that they're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, somebody told you they were much better than you thought. Yes. I wonder who that guy could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that well, defense is good. They are. They are, and here's the scary part, ladies and gentlemen. Chase Young getting activated from IR this week. I'm not Same. sure that is as big a deal as everybody's making it. Of, I mean, of course it he, is, well, right? Well, you don't know what you're getting. He wasn't a huge sack guy anyway. Now, he got pressure. Mm-hmm. He's doing it home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, obviously it helps. Thank you. But I don't know that it's the, oh, look how good they are. And now they add Von Mitno. No, no. No, they had another good player. They had another good player, but my biggest takeaway from last night had absolutely nothing to do with the Washington Commanders. Okay. The Eagles are not as good as you think they are. 
they can beat you one way. Mm -hmm. They get behind, and now Jalen Hurts has to throw, and that elongated throw in motion that I've talked about since he got in the league becomes a wee bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. But but A.J. Brown was open on mm -hmm. And then what happened? You hung one in the stadium lights, and it was a punt. I, I get that the fumble's not on Jalen Hurts. I get all of that. Yep. The problem is, if you don't stay on script, you're not very good. Mm -hmm. Last night, that was not a very good football team. No, they they beat themselves. Mm, I don't agree with you. I mean, you. they had some help, but they, ultimately. I, I don't agree with a word you just said. The really? Washington Commanders beat them senseless. It wasn't as, I watched every play of this game. It wasn't as close as the score tells you it was. Well, yeah, it was because there was the a touchdown score. on the last yeah, play of the game. Say, the final score. Yeah, that's looked... probably pretty indicative. <laughs> they ran the ball down their throat. They ran it 49 times last night. And who knew? Who knew taking away uh, Jordan Davis was going to just leave them a gaping hole in the middle of that defense? But the Houston Texans, I mean, the Houston Texans uh, ran the ball against them, and then the Washington Commanders did. And the question is, how, how much does that affect the Philadelphia Eagles and, of course, the Week 11 power rankings? As we will go through all 32 teams, we'll let you know where your team stands over the next three hours here in the Sportsocracy. You want to hit that uh, opening drive, Jeremy Green? Opening drive always brought to you by Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, 629 Brevard Road. Mention the sportsocracy when you go in to make your car switch, because let's be honest, you're sick and tired of driving that same old jalopy around. You need a little fresh life. You need to, and, and it doesn't need to be a new car. It could be a certified pre-owned car like mine. Or it could be or, a new one like mine. Yeah, or it could be a brand spanking new Ultima like Jeremy's been driving around. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I asked to keep it for another week. Did you? I did. Good. Uh, well, we have new studio things happening, not this week, but next. So I know I'm going to have to be in a truck. And, and trust me, I love the truck. But... There is something about all the bells and the toys and the whistles and the, the butt cooler and the butt warmer and, and all of the things that went. So would it be possible for me to just drive this for another week? Well, yeah. It is decided. When you go to get your uh, new or used vehicle uh, over at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, be sure to mention the Sportsocracy and they will give you a $250 bonus on top of whatever your trade-in is worth. And you don't even have to trade it in. If you got a car that's sitting around that uh, you think they can, they can, they can get some use out of, they'll be willing to take it off your hands. Just uh, hit up our good friend Devin Joba over there at uh, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, six twenty nine Brevard Road. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles—they're not the top team in the NFL anymore. No, and last night I think you—you you really have to look at what you actually saw here. And I'm sure somebody's going to say, well, you're overreacting to one game. That's what you claim that you never do. I'm not overreacting to one game. This is a hesitation I had in the first place. I said this all offseason long. The one thing that scares me, your schedule's easy. I think you're going to be able to run the ball well. The thing that scares me is what happens when Nick Sirianni reverts back to Nick Sirianni. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I saw last night. I saw a coach that had absolutely no clue how to stop the bleeding. And please, 
please don't throw the refs at me. If you think the refs are what beat Philadelphia last night, I got a bridge to sell you. They didn't help, and they were awful. Mm -hmm. But that's not what beat you. You know what beat you? You have a quarterback that in the big moment couldn't make the big throw. But, 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 I don't want to hear it. That interception where A.J. Brown is gone, it hung in the stadium lights Mm -hmm. forever. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I've always seen in Jalen Hurts. When he can beat you with his legs and you're scared of that, he is an MVP candidate. When he has to sit in the pocket and throw darts, he is average at best. It's just what he is. You took away Miles Sanders. He was virtual he was good when he got the ball. The problem is they never had the ball. And you couldn't get it back. You're average at I'm curious to see how close you can get to this. How many yards did Washington average per carry last night? Four and a half. It's 3.1. Oh. They didn't run particularly well. That's a sweet little misnomer. That's a sweet little misnomer that, oh, they just – no, they just kept the ball. They just ran it a lot. They just ran it a lot and grinded out the uh, uh, the time of possession. Okay, I have to comment on this. Uh, no smiles in the YouTube comments. Said he made a big throw. Watkins fumbled it. I could have made that throw. Quez Watkins is 10 yards behind the defense. I've never questioned that he can do that. You you know who else can do that? Nathan Peterman can do that. That's how you got to the NFL. And for the first nine games of this season, yeah, or eight games of this season, you had a lot of that. Mm -hmm. You didn't have as much of that this week. And it was just death by a thousand paper cuts. A ton of penalties, a a ton of just stupid mistakes mm-hmm. and then, the brandon graham hit on on taylor heineke don't tell me that's a bad call yeah i mean you're wrong if if that's your take you're 100 percent wrong when a player gives themselves up if you've ever played a snap of this game as soon as that player gives themselves up away you go yep. i don't care if you have to break your own ankles to not hit him you better not hit that's him. that's the way the game that's the way the rules and it's are written been that way forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is not new well he tried to pull up but he didn't he didn't he hit a quarterback on his knees that has cowered over the football in the head that's a penalty a hundred times out of a hundred the face mask yeah they missed that mm-hmm. and that was the play that dallas got got hurt on T's and P's, hope he's back for the playoffs. That ain't what beat you. You were beaten by death by a thousand paper cuts. Mm -hmm. And now the NFL has the blueprint on how to beat you. And if I was an Eagles fan, that would scare me to death. The defense let him down last night. Let him, I mean, yes, no, it, it wasn't explosive run after explosive run. It was just two yards, three yards, over and over and over again. They were working in third and shorts all night long. And Taylor Heineke, that's what he does, man. He is, for all of his faults, he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he's a hell of a game manager. And he is a hell of a, when I need three, I'm going to get you four. Not all the time. He's a serviceable NFL quarterback. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and if Ron Rivera goes back to Carson Wentz, he is out of his mind. Is that even a thought at this oh, point? Oh, absolutely. Uh, he's Carson Wentz can come back either this week or next week. And it's already been discussed. Um, I, you know, uh, well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll make a decision when we get there. Not, nah, dog. The decision's, the, been, the made. decision's been made. Yeah. 
This is Taylor Heineke's job. This is now the third time he's done this, mm -hmm. where he comes in and looks better than whoever it is you've trotted out in front of him. Mm -hmm. This is Taylor Heineke's job until he proves otherwise. Yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one step further. I'm not so sure the Washington Commanders don't make the playoffs. Their schedule is not difficult. And there is a path that that team finds a way to get a little hot, play some good defense, and make the playoffs. Okay. I mean, look, you got you got the Texans and the Falcons next. So you should be 7-5. and five. No doubt. Should be 7-5. and five. This is not the bad loss for the Eagles that people are going to pawn this off to be. No. It was at home. Uh, by the way, the most Eagle fan thing I've ever seen in my life, your team started 8-0. You were booing them by the third quarter. Gosh. They started eight and oh, they hadn't trailed in the second half all year long. You were booing them in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. Come on. Come on. Who's shocked, though? I mean, that is the quintessential Philadelphia fan reaction. Look, and there are a bunch of great Philadelphia Eagles fans. Of we have some of them watch this show. I do a show with an Eagle podcaster that is fantastic. But there are some that, Problem especially is, the ones that go to your stadium, where I'm just like, could you just please stop making noises with your mouth hole? The problem is those fans don't, the, the, the smart ones, the level-headed Philadelphia sports fans don't have a voice near as loud as the dumb ones. That's always been their problem. I mean, I have no problem. I have no problem with Philadelphia Eagles fans. I mean, hell, Josh, Michael, and, 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 and Aaron have been in my life for the last 15 years. And they're great fans. They can be uh, level-headed about their team. They can take their lumps when they need to. But the, re the, the, the actual fans, the actual fanatics, they're the ones that give you a bad name. And you'll never live that down. So the problem with Philly is the Philly fanatics? Yeah, pretty but much. I'm pretty much. Laugh. Pretty much. Um, were you, uh, I mean, were you first off, were you shocked by the way that Washington was able to control the ball? Yes. I thought they'd be able to run. I did not think they would be able to run like that mm -hmm. where I need three. I'll get three and a foot. Brian Robinson. Good gracious. That guy will give you just a, just a scoosh more than what you asked for. Mm -hmm. I mean, they held the ball for over 40 minutes of that game insane and the other one avante maddox and realize how important he was to the defense because terry mclaurin ate them up in the slot last night oh and here's the thing had taylor heineken not thrown a uh, terrible terrible read on a split on a split field coverage with two safeties over the top if he throws it to the left shoulder instead of the right it would have been worse than it was right because he was in NFL terms, wide open. Mm -hmm. But Taylor Heineke throws. He did the same thing Jalen Hurts did. I can't, I can't rail on one, not rail on the other. He did the same thing Jalen Hurts did. Mm -hmm. It went up into the stadium lights. It hung there. Next thing you know, Jaunty Gardner Johnson's going the other way. Yep. But good win for Washington. Emotional win for Washington. Mm -hmm. This could be the catalyst. Uh, I'm just telling you that team's better than you think they are. We knew it was coming. We, uh, I mean. When we did our mid-season projections for the rest of the year, I went, screw it, 17-0. I knew that wasn't going to happen. We knew they were going to lose at some point. I just didn't think it would be to the Washington Commanders. 
but now that may that may not be as bad as we once thought. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and fourteen hundred. The Philadelphia Eagles drop to eight and one on the year. Power rankings for week eleven begin next. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. You might not know this, but the Ingalls Bakery is actually a bakery. As in, we bake things. Really delicious things. Things like crusty breads just waiting for that scrumptious strawberry jam. Apple fritters to pair perfectly with that morning cup of coffee. Cakes for any occasion, customized to your precise standards. And did we mention the cookies? It's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. Let's open up the whole tent and kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. You're back in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming to you from the Ingalls studio. Low prices, love the savings. And week 11 power rankings begin with number 32 the houston texans yeah, it wasn't gonna be anybody else they're now one seven and one on the season the houston texans uh have a whole lot of damian pierce and nothing else uh next week we will do the uh the the things to be thankful for power rankings in the spirit of the season that's not today you know what you have to be thankful for I'll do one. Okay. That this season's only 17 weeks long. Indeed. And this will end mercifully very soon. Look, they keep games close, but it's because they that clock never stops running. I watched very little of this. When I got the all 22 tape, I went, yep, I've seen all this I need to see. Mm-hmm. The clock runs a lot. That's why this stays close. By the way, have you noticed that their lines are never really? We talked about why is the Texans line so light? I figured it out clock never stops it's hard to blow them out because they just keep running and it doesn't matter what the score is i swear to you their play callers i don't know that they even know how much time is left in the game because they don't care mm-hmm. damien we're down two touchdowns four minutes to go handoff handoff again incomplete pass punt the ball <laughs> it's the whole game right Not much to be said about nope. one of the worst or, or the worst team in the NFL. Houston Texans should be drafting a quarterback in just a few short months. Number 31. I considered these guys at 32, but the Houston Texans are that bad. 
Yes. Number 31. The Las Vegas Raiders. Look, you have just, I mean, this this season has snowballed out of control. I mean, there is no excuse for Josh McDaniels to lose to Jeff Saturday, a guy who has no head coaching experience. It's just the, it's like the, it, it's, it's like the, um, the piece of corn on top of the poo sandwich that is the 2022 season for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I don't know that I would have gone there. <laughs> well, it's not a cherry on top of an ice cream sundae. That's for sure. I just, I, I, I go back to the press conference of, are you crying right now? Bro, no. Don't cry. Don't cry. There's don't no crying cry. in football. That's like, when, that's like when your girlfriend breaks up with you. Just, okay, I know that this may have felt like you have taken a Pat McAfee punt right to the nethers. Don't cry. Do not let them see you cry. Derek Carr didn't care. Two wins on the season. One against the Denver Broncos. Who can't score. And their second win over the Houston Texans. Who's the one team behind them. Exactly. Yikes. This is not going well. And, oh, it's uh, retribution time, by the way, for those Denver Broncos coming up this week. Oh, they play the Broncos? I haven't, are I haven't started on this the week. the Broncos. Oh. It's not going to go well. I just Here's what I wanted, and I've always wondered this. Somewhere in Denver, Colorado right now, there's a family of four, and they have four pieces of paper in their hand with a barcode on it, and it says Las Vegas Raiders at Denver Broncos, and they're hyped. Like, let's go. How how you selling that? Chance let's, to win. Uh, we might see a win, but will it be fun, Papa? Uh-uh. No, it will not. I don't know. Ask Kevin Vick. He's the one that went to uh, Bank of America Stadium in the middle of a tropical depression to go see the Carolina Panthers, who got a win. Was it worth it, Kevin? And the answer, without him saying anything, is unequivocally yes. When your team is dog water, you get every, you take every opportunity you can to see them win a game. You ever been frying taters? You ever accidentally drop, drop a whole cup of water in that pot? That's what this is. Don't do that, by the way. <laughs> You'll end up on the tack tack. Uh-huh. And that's not where you want to be. No. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, this team can't. Even when they get up in a game, they can't hold on to a lead. And now you've you just lost to a coach that has no head, no head coaching experience outside of the high school level. And you know what's sad? Uh, next week, highly likely they're going to lose to another coach that's not really a coach. Nathaniel Hackett. <laughs> Number 30. The Chicago Bears. Indeed. Please keep telling me how good Justin Fields is. I mean, I honestly, he is a hell please of Please keep sending me tweets at ESPN Draft Nerd. I relish these because to me, they are sheer comedy. You were so wrong. Was I, though? Was I really? Just because he's helping your fantasy team? You lost to the Lions. By the way, two-game win streak. Let's go. Notice you hadn't seen the Lions yet? Oh, yeah. Two-game win streak. Two-division oh, yeah. wins, too. 
That team is just so god awful hard to watch. Justin Who? Fields is such an athlete. Okay. See, and? I didn't see. I disagree. I disagree. They're fun to watch. Oh no, they are. Not. I believe they're fun to watch. It oh, may not from, be the football purist idea oh, of good football. I, look, I'm not a football purist. I'm all about innovation, and this is not innovation. You could put leather helmets on these guys, and it would look exactly like 1955. <laughs> oh, just snap it to the quarterback and run the triple option. We got this new thing called the Maryland Eye. It's really innovative no just you know what stab the football it doesn't need air in it because you can't throw it so don't do that you get in trouble remember tom brady once got suspended for that i I don't think anybody would notice (laughs) i disagree i think they're fun to watch they 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 bring excitement to every game that they have the problem is they can't win and that is a major problem i mean Yay, you were up on the Detroit Lions, and what did you do? You, you, gave you up really 20... like, like middle school football, don't you? Hey, look, merits. the most athletic kid on the team is playing quarterback. What's their offense? He snaps it, and everybody else tries to get mm-hmm. in the way. Mm-hmm. Offense. It has its merits. Yeah, I'll pass. But you gave up 21 points to the Detroit Lions in the fourth quarter to lose a game that you had well in hand. That's obviously... Shows you the makings of a horrible football team. I still must uh, chuck out there that in the last seven games, you were one in six, and that one win was dismantling the New England Patriots. NFL's a weird place. On primetime, nonetheless. Weird things happen. Yeah, on primetime, nonetheless. And then number 29. (laughs) The The Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Who, hey, you're getting Baker Mayfield back as the starting quarterback. Congratulations. Way to go. To to play the Baltimore Ravens. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the sacrificial lamb before Sam Darnold becomes the starter. Well, Sam Darnold's the backup. He's active this week. I know. They're just playing Baker Mayfield. I don't know why. Oh, it's so stupid. I I saw the tweet come out of Baker Mayfield to be the starter with BJ. Why? Why are you doing this? No, because he 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 orchestrated a win last week. They are a twelve point dog in a game where the over under is forty three. For those of you that don't wager a lot, do you know what that means? It means the final score of this game is going to be a good bit to very little. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Is this one you're giving the double digits? Oh, absolutely, no doubt. With Baker Mayfield, no doubt, no doubt about it, <laughs> as my Canadian friend would say. Uh, chalk up one for the Baltimore Ravens and Carolina Panthers fans. Obviously, stop winning. Look, you. I said this last week. You didn't listen. You want to listen now? Because as you look down the draft order for next year, starting to get concerned. You're starting to worry that maybe you're going to be sitting there holding the bag going, where did all the good ones go? Because you should. Maybe we can ride with Matt Coral, the guy that was actually going to be the fourth-string quarterback before he got hurt. I'm sure that will go famously well. Of course. Of course. But right now, as the draft order stands for next season, where uh, where do they fall in? Four? Mm. 
I don't know. I didn't do a mock draft this week. Although I could. Somewhere in the neighborhood of that. I know they're low. They are three. Oh, they're three. So right now you're in you're in the hunky dunky spot. Okay. Here's the problem. Do you know how many teams in the NFL have seven six or seven losses? It's a bunch. It's twelve. There are twelve teams in this league that have six or seven losses. Yep. You can fall like a rock if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And you need a quarterback real, real bad. Stop winning games. You want to be bad. Exactly. Embrace it. Because, look, I already feel like sitting at three because the two teams in front of them are the Houston Texans and the Las Vegas Raiders, correct? Yeah, and the Raiders won't take a quarterback. You don't think so? I don't. It's not a think. I know they won't. Because uh, it would cost you about $40 million to get out of Derek Carr. And you wouldn't want to anyway. Yeah, Devontae Adams, the guy that, that wanted to be traded here to play with Derek Carr, do that. See how that works. You think it's bad now? Try that. Like, I don't put anything past them. That's a that, that's uh, one of those FAFO scenarios. If you fought, you will foe. Oh, 100%. Oh, I wouldn't put anything past them. There's got to be a scapegoat somewhere. And if it's not going to be Josh McDaniels, who's it going to be? No, the Raiders screamed to me uh, either Will Anderson or Peter Skaronsky. One you need, one you don't, but he's so good that I'm not sure how you would say no. I was going to say you get to go with the offensive lineman. No doubt about it to me. All right, the power rankings will roll on in just a moment. First, let's get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. You know, one of the cornerstones of any great man's life is his mother. You know, Jeremy, how many times have you been uh, feeling, feeling down and out on what your life is all about? And the one thing that could lift you up was hearing mom's voice or a little sage advice from mom many been so many times right well that's exactly what uh one group in the city of buffalo hopes to do for josh allen there is a petition circulating around from a group called moms for josh allen and as of last night at 10 p.m there were over 7200 signatures on the petition you know what their petition's all about we just want to let josh know that it's okay it's gonna be okay the official petition states we know it's not easy to be a quarterback in it for any nfl team but josh allen has taken on the weight of a city's hopes and dreams in addition to the regular pressures of the game we have a history unlike any city and the pain and loss we felt in the past makes watching this bills team a joy unlike any other but we want josh allen to know that he shouldn't feel the weight of our history that started long before he was born and put it on his shoulders. We love our quarterback. Win or lose, we love our quarterback. Amazing plays and occasional mistakes. We're so proud of having this young man represent us. It broke our hearts as moms to see the look in Josh's eyes on Sunday. Josh, win or lose, we are proud of you. We know you can do this, and please know we will be okay as a city no matter how this season ends and what happens. And don't forget to eat healthy foods and get lots of sleep and slide when getting those extra yards because we worry. 
Western New York moms love you to the moon and back. Aww. You read entirely too much of that. <laughs> Old Josh Allen. Hey, moms for Josh Allen. It's a, just w- sage advice. I will say, if you've seen the, uh, the uh, there's a trend on, on the TikToks and all those things of what would NFL blank quarterbacks, tight ends, now coaches look like if they were female? Oh, the coaches are bad. Uh, Brian Dable, that, <laughs> that's somebody's meme hole. 100%. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy and I apparently have more in common than I ever thought. Okay. He went on the Up and Adams podcast. Great name. Just throwing that out there. That is a great name. And he had a lot of spicy takes, as he often does. Oh, this is the K. Adams podcast? Uh, Yes. Yeah. But one of his spicy takes just so happened to be something that I've said on this here program before, and he's getting railed for it. If you take away Tom Brady, he's referring to Bill Belichick here. If you take away Tom Brady, do you know what he is? He's under 500. I think he was very blessed to have Tom Brady. And now that he doesn't have Tom Brady, he's like all the other good coaches. Marvin Lewis, Rex Ryan, he's in that class. I think he's a good coach. All the greatest, and we've never seen anything like him. That is bull excrement. Thank you, Shady McCoy. I have said that forever, and I've believed that forever, and I will continue to believe that. Now, I will say, he's doing a good job with Little right now. This, I would argue this might be his best coaching job ever because they don't have much. Mm-hmm. And they're they're competitive. And you got shellacked by the Bears. But you beat my Jets. So, you're maddeningly inconsistent, but just... Saw that little tidbit and I went, ah, that's that's the millennial thing. That's my opinion coming out of his mouth. Right. So let's fire it on. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Power rankings continue for week 11 next. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community. One that's stronger, more fit and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at roguecombatclub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Hey, I go to church, just not during televised sporting events. Back here in the Sportsocracy with Week 11 Power Rankings. Carolina Panthers, yeah, fall in at number 29 this week. And at number 28, the Detroit Lions. Wait, wait. So this is a team that's on a two-game winning streak? Mm-hmm. Wow. And division games nonetheless. That's impressive. They're still awful. I know. But here's the thing. You do at least have pieces. Mm-hmm. Amon Ross St. Brown. Dog. Dog. 
another 10 catches 119 yards this week i don't know that i've ever been as right about a player as i was about a monra i still can't figure out people that see it well he only plays out of the slot and so what uh, what is your point he's real 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 good mm-hmm. and i think they're fine with jared garf I don't know. I can't necessarily agree with I mean, that. I, Look, a lot of Detroit Lions fans, when I put out the mock draft last week, were like, well, we don't need a quarterback. Oh, but you do. Oh, but you do. And th- this is where you can get out of the contract because he make, Jared Goff makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it becomes cost prohibitive. This team's not good enough to be playing a quarter, paying a quarterback that much. Sure. You can have a vet, a, a vet backup bring in a rookie you've got the receivers because i think Jameis williams is a talented kid you're just not gonna see him this year uh amonra i like both running backs i'm i have very little qualm with the offense you can use every other pick in this draft on the defense i don't care but you are going to need a quarterback now if they wind up at six now that's a little different Mm -hmm. now you go get somebody like jalen carter that's what i was thinking and I mean, there's there is a thought that that's actually a better outcome for them. I just don't know where you're going to go quarterback from there. I mean, you can't keep doing this with Jared Goff forever. No, and they don't intend to. But for right now, it's you know the it's the um, it's the flex seal. It's it's just let's just put it on there, and and this this offense will still run fine. Yeah, but there's a problem with that. You're limiting your ceiling. There's a reason that bad teams draft quarterbacks. It's not because they're not fine with whoever they have. Mm-hmm. It's because they have higher aspirations than that. And as long as you've got Amonra cheap, DeAndre Swift cheap, Jamal Williams, on and on and on and on, you want that quarterback to be cheap too. Mm-hmm. Then you can invest your money to plug holes and and really optimize yourself in that rookie window. That's why you take a quarterback. It's not that you couldn't survive with Jared Goff. And the object, I mean, do you think this team's going to get worse as time goes on? Because I don't. No, I don't. Things are going to get better as time goes on, which means you're not going to be in a position to draft that quarterback. You may have to dig a little deeper to find that quarterback. Hmm. And that doesn't always work. And this year, when you get past three, it goes full on Wiley Coyote off a cliff. Uh, and I think the problem with this team is that they'll they'll be like the Panthers. They'll end up finding themselves winning too many games to get one of those superstar recruits or, or prospects. It's one of my favorite life lessons. If you're going to be bad, be bad. Be bad. Back-to-back wins over the Packers and the Bears, so they now have the second most wins within the uh, NFC North division. <laughs> I didn't actually realize that until you just said it. Absolutely. You got the Minnesota Vikings at the top, division record only. They're three and zero, and now the Detroit Lions are two and one, and the others just stink on ice. It's okay. One of them's coming back. That's true. One of them's coming back. But yeah, you wanna you you wanna you want us to believe that you've learned how to win close games. Win one of these next two. See if you can beat the Giants. I know you're not going to beat the Bills. Yeah, good luck. With but that. beat the Giants. Yeah, and that th- and that Bills game's on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know what you'll have to be thankful for? That that's over. <laughs> <laughs> About three o'clock. Whew, 
Thank God that's over. That was that was ugly. But they've got they still got tilts with the Jaguars and the Panthers and the Bears left on their schedule. So there are a couple of winnable games on that schedule. You just don't want to winnable them. At number twenty-seven, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another three and seven team. It's a bad year to be a kitty cat in the NFL. I mean, isn't it most years? Yeah, you're not wrong. Unless you're the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. And that's not really a kitty cat. That's a that's a big old cat. But again, that still qualifies, isn't it? Most years. Uh, you have a formidable point there. <laughs> right. We had that one appearance in the Super Bowl. Rest of the years, yeah, not so much. Jacksonville Jack, did you did you take anything away from the good-ish performance that Trevor Lawrence had this past week. It's on Doug. This week was on Doug. You could have been even more competitive in this game than you were. And this is... I'm going to give you one of those little inside baseball things of people like me and people that are around league circles when we talk, one of the things that we really just rail on coaches for is when you completely abandon what it is that you do well in a close game. That's a bad sign. You ever notice Andy Reid never does that? You never walk away from an Andy Reid game and go, yeah, we really got away from Pat Mahomes there, didn't he? No, because he's a Hall of Famer. Travis Etienne had 11 carries. Had 14 total touches. That's the best player on that team, and it's not really all that close. Mm -hmm. You could have made this... You could have made this competitive. Because it was close, but never really in doubt. And I will tell you, something that I've heard a lot, uh, don't be shocked if there's a, a suspension on Andre Sisco this week. The shot on Juju's the second one that he's, that's two in two weeks, mm-hmm. where you have gone totally headhunting. And don't be shocked if they make a Vontez perfect level example out really? of him. I'm not saying it's going to be as long as that one was. Oh, okay. That had built up. Right. But I could see him being sat down for a week. Recommended as a, heavily. All right. This is getting out of hand. You've mm-hmm. you, you put two guys in the hospital here with just really dirty hits. Mm-hmm. If you listened to Jeremy and played Christian Kirk this week. Dog. Yeah. Two touchdowns from Trevor Lawrence. Trevor did not have a uh, an interception in the game. So maybe if, maybe if that continues, because, th- I mean, that's what this is all about, right? When you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're not looking to win games. We're just looking for a step forward. You're trying to evaluate the quarterback. And here's the thing. You have the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I see enough in Trevor Lawrence to go, that's the guy. But you got to get something around him. Because it's very uh, – when when things break down, he immediately either looks for the deep threat in Kirk or the check down in ETN or Ingram. There's no in-between. So it becomes very predictable based on the, the scenario. If it's third and eight, you know he's going to Christian Kirk. Every once in a while, Zay Jones will slip in there, but you need a better realistic option. And Marvin Jones, you could put him on a milk carton at this point because I'm I'm not sure that we have actually located him. Mm-hmm. We got a super chat that we'll get to coming up after the break here because it has something to do with our team at number 26 in the Week 11 Power Rankings. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? 
Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Ahoy, matey. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety. From your local catch to flavors from around the world. Wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingles Seafood Department. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. You're back in the sportsocracy in the Ingalls studio. Don't forget, you can see us everywhere you go on YouTube and join the House of Reprehensibles and subscribe to the channel so you can get into the chat. And you can do a super chat, which means we have to get to it because you support the channel with your dollars for the super chats. I'm your huckleberry. Not Jeremy's cousin, Colin Green, says, I don't like seeing anyone lose their job, but when you're not doing it, you have to go. Hashtag fire Dennis Allen at number 26 in the week 11 power rankings. The New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I don't look. I don't know what the answer is for this team is. Is the answer a new head coach? Is the, the Dennis Allen thing's not going well? No. Is the answer changing quarterbacks? How much worse could Jameis Winston be than See, Andrew? That's Dalton? my thought. That's my thought. Exactly. Is it can't be that much worse. I get that he turns the ball over and did at another unprecedented rate to start out the season. But is the ceiling not higher? Markedly higher. With James I would say, Winston. I would say the ceiling is higher and the I mean the the floor is irrelevant. This team's not making the playoffs. I get that you're two games out of the division, but you can't score. Right. I don't care about the floor. You're already I really on the don't floor. either. You're already by floor status. Yeah, I mean Andy Dalton's just not good. He's not good. He's turning the ball over at a really high rate. I mean, and that was always the that was always the positive of him against Jameis Winston. Nobody thinks he has that level of arm. It's very clear that he has a that Jameis Winston has the superior arm. Mm-hmm. The knock was he turns the ball over too much. So is Andy Dalton. 
and you've got a kid in Chris Olave that is really showing to be very talented. And Andy Dalton's not getting him the ball at a consistent clip. I understand the season hasn't gone the way you want it to, but I, I feel like at some point you have to turn back to Jameis Winston. I would agree. You're not going to turn it around, but at least you can give, I mean, show some signs of life. Number 25, the Denver Broncos. I told you if they piddled in my punch bowl, uh, back you go. Done. And I am done. You're done like Danner. I want to ask you a question. Uh-huh. If the Denver Broncos had scored 18 points on the dot in every game they've played, mm -hmm. what would their record be? Six and three. Eight and one. They would be eight and one if you could score 18 points a week. You can't do it. No. With Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive genius, and let's ride our, cow our cowboy quarterback that we had to go get with a billion D draft picks. Do you know where 18 points a week would fall in among NFL teams? 27th. It's not far off of that. It's 25 if I remember correctly. Okay. It's brutally bad. That's all you got to do, and they can't do it. Yeah. And they cannot do it. Mm -hmm. Only could muster 10 points this past week against the Tennessee Titans. And now you've fallen to three and six. Oh, you were actually right. It is 27. Is it 27? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. They average 14 and a half points a week. Mm -hmm. That is almost hard to comprehend bad. That, and I'm, I, I'm going to say this every time the Denver Broncos come up. That Russell Wilson trade is going to go down in history as Herschel Walker bad. Mm-hmm. Not very often you can see that in real time of, we're going to talk about this forever. And unlike other bad teams in the NFL, this is uh, this is different for the Denver Broncos because you won't have your pick next year. So it's like Al mm -hmm. Davis said, baby, win, baby, win. And you can beat those Raiders coming up this week. Next week, you're at the Carolina Panthers. Another chance for a win. And I won't be shocked if they lose them both. Nah, they may not. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Sports Center is next. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the Sportsocracy, the Democratic Republic of Sports here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Why do we call it that? It's because we want to hear from you. We, your, your, your opinion is valued here. Well, I mean, when you're talking to me, it, Jeremy, he doesn't, he doesn't value any opinion, but his own, but that's okay. It's okay. We can all agree to disagree. The it's a formidable opinion. <laughs> Join us in the chat each and every day on YouTube. Just go to thesportocracy.com, click on that live video link, subscribe to the channel. That gets you into the chat. You can also join the House of Reprehensibles, show your support for the program. We greatly appreciate it. Super chat as well. We'll highlight your comments each and every time you do so. Sportocracy can be heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, right here on 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 
And we are rolling along with the Week 11 power rankings up to the top two dozen in the league. Number 24 this week. The Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they just got smashed by the Miami Dolphins. Here's the thing that blows my mind about Cleveland. I can't get over how bad your defense is. As many talented players as you have, Tua Tungvaloa made you look pitiful. Mm -hmm. Jeff Wilson made you look pitiful. And you just couldn't muster anything against a defense that just got terrorized by Justin Fields. Come on. Is it time to start talking about Kevin Stefanski? Because I think it's overdue. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I mean, some weeks it's fine. Other weeks it's like, ah, you're just, you're missing something. And I don't know what it is. If I knew what it was, then somebody would pay me more to to, to work in the NFL. Sometimes I, I feel like he's just hit or miss. I feel like he is exactly what his record says he is. The definition of average. Mm-hmm. 22 and 20. I mean, name me the offensive player that you really feel like has developed. Before you say Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb was pretty good in the first place. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, has he gotten any better? No. no. I mean, David and Joku, but I'm not sure that that's not just opportunity. Yeah, because, I mean, think about how many years David and Joku's been on this team and hasn't been used. This and is the to first, me, this is like his breakout year, and I don't feel like he's done anything different. He's just, hey, there's no more Austin Hooper anymore. I, I just, I, I'm looking at this going, you, you've committed, you're all into Deshaun Watson, and I'm just not sure Kevin Stefanski's the guy. And does it not, do you not want to see it though? I mean, ask yourself this question. Mm-hmm. This, this is, uh, this is always the truth serum for me. Okay. Sean Payton floats to you. I'm interested in your job. How fast do you fire Kevin Stefanski? Uh, point. Does Sean even get, do you second. even hang up the phone first? No. Or do you just send a text? Yeah. Like, Hey Kevin, we're going in a different direction. Absolutely. Because that's a fit that nobody talks about that makes a lot of sense. But I would do that with, uh, I mean, I would do that with most of the teams in the NFL. I and see, I can't say that. I can't say that. There, there are, a, I, I'll go down the list. Mm-hmm. Probably half the teams in the NFL, I'd at least have to think about it. With Stefanski, it would be instantaneous. Time out by. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly how it would go. For the middle of a game. Time out. Bye. Yeah. Look, I never, I, n- I never thought he was one of the top coaches in the league. I had really I high like hopes okay. for him, and I just feel like he's been. I, I think he's very smart, but I'm not sure that he doesn't lean too much into the analytics. I'm not sure that he hasn't trusted some people on his staff that maybe he shouldn't. And I, I just, this team has regressed. There's no way to look at this other than that. I get the Jeff Jacoby Brissett. I said this in the off season. Jacoby Brissett's not really a, a a tick down from Baker Mayfield. They're the same guy. Mm-hmm. And this team is, is not good. Well, we know the defense is much worse than it was when they went to the playoffs. It's hard to have Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and Jeremiah Wusu koromo who I know he didn't play this week, mm-hmm. Jadevian Clowney, and be this bad. 
that's hard. That's a, that's a difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not saying but that the Rams I, are doing it. So, I mean, well, we'll talk about them. We'll <laughs> talk about them pretty soon. I have no fear. Right. I don't think it's panic time on Kevin Stefanski. Because I feel like this is it, it, it's all going to change when Deshaun Watson comes back. He's still going to be able to play at a high level, I believe. I do too. And Kevin Stefanski, I mean, he was pretty damn good in Minnesota when he had a quarterback that was better than Baker Mayfield or Jacoby Brissett. Hold on. Does Deshaun Watson play defensive tackle? No. Okay, then it ain't going to change that much. On to the next one. Number 23. The Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I could have had them lower. I could have had them lower. I, I looked at it and I thought you should. And I this d- is with Cooper Cup. We haven't seen him without him. Just look how bad this Ugh. offense was without him. Now you've got Van Jefferson and Allen Robinson. Now this is the first time I've thought about oh, it. What is that going to look like now? Ugh. Cooper Cup going down. He, he's got to have ankle surgery. We don't often talk about fantasy football things on this show. I got asked so many Cooper Cup questions this morning that let me... Let me answer all of them for you. No, do not go trade for Cooper Cup. He's done like dinner. Really? Why would you bring him back? Look at the schedule. Oh, for the season. I yeah. get what you Look saying. at the schedule. Why on the planet Earth would you bring him back? An injury that has a high, high re-aggravation uh, percentage. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? This is one of those, that this is a blip year. You used to call 2020 that. It's just yep. a blip year. We yep. act like this didn't happen. Yep. That's the best thing the Rams could do. Shut him down, move on to next year. Try to try to put all the pieces back together in the offseason. Add some new pieces, actually. Don't try to put this all back together. Yeah, you need new pieces and preferably one that can get after a quarterback. Rams are bad. Super bad. Super bad. Yeah three-game losing streak right now they got the saints coming up i won't be shocked if they lose that one i won't be shocked in the least that defense is good i also must say if you watch more than five minutes of that game and you don't have a rooting allegiance for one of those two teams i'm gonna need you to explain why (laughs) number 22 the indianapolis colts fired coach bump it was a thing. And this very well, this is the, I'm going to say the same thing about the Colts that I said about the Broncos last week. I saw something. It was impressive. And it was against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And a week from now, you could sink like a rock again. Yeah, but you're not expected to. I mean, you're not, you're not expected to win is what I'm saying. You're, you're not expected to go in and beat the Philadelphia Eagles. No, but if you get just smoked, which is entirely possible because that team's going to come in perturbed mm-hmm. competitive well, let's see let's see if you can run the ball if you can run the ball against philadelphia oh, you can washington obviously did. find some some success washington did mm-hmm. you've got jonathan taylor so you should be able to do the exact same thing absolutely and i feel pretty sure certain that that's going to be a lot of what jeff uh, jeff saturday says this week we are going to find a way to take advantage we are going to use that workhorse running back that we have and we'll find a way to make the. And if it's a competitive game with the Eagles, will you think more of the Indianapolis Colts, or will you continue to think lesser of the Philadelphia Eagles? Mm, it'll be a little mixture of both. I would agree. I would agree. It's not going to be completely. Here's, a, here's about the, the problem for the Colts. Eagles. I can't figure out how you get to eight wins. 
No. Now, you got a tithe that's going to burn you anyway. That, Even if you went on a run, that tie is going to kill you. Right. And, I mean, who are you supposed to beat? Are, are you going to beat the Steelers? Maybe. Maybe. That defense looked completely different to me. Are you going to beat the Giants or the Texans? Because you're not beating the Chargers. You're not beating the Vikings. I don't see a way you beat the Eagles, and I don't really see a way you go to Dallas and beat the Cowboys. No. There's nine wins, nine losses right there. Mm-hmm. There is no turning this around. There no. is no saving this season. This is another we're just building for next year. And if Jeff Saturday's the guy, he's the guy. I will borderline be shocked if he's not. I think this has to go really sideways for him to not be the guy. I would agree. I just I felt like there was a different motivation. There was a different aura around the team this past week with Jeff Saturday. And I've heard countless people who are smarter than i am about the nfl say that very same thing these guys respect jeff and just because he doesn't have head coaching experience doesn't mean that he can't fill this slot because he needs to be ceo he needs to be figurehead guy he needs to be motivator guy i don't know if parks frazier is a good play caller or not well, then you get into the can he build a staff? Exactly. How many of these guys just bu- just bail ship the second he gets this job? Those are all things that I'm curious of. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Gus Bradley's going to look at Jeff Saturday and go, "Yep, that's I want another head coaching job, and I'm going to tie myself to that guy." I don't. I struggle to believe that. It's possible. I know mm-hmm. he's very well liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's and- his best option? What are his other options? would be my question i'm going to say probably rather limited exactly at number 22 21 excuse me 21 the, the pittsburgh steelers yeah tj watt's back they're undefeated with tj watt this team's just different they are when tj watt's on the field he he, he gives them another level to the defense he doesn't help them on offense that much. I mean, yes, putting the offense in better situations, I understand all of that. But I still don't feel like even with that, you can do a whole lot with it. Think about this. The New Orleans Saints, I could argue, are the second best defense that the Steelers have played this year. Mm-hmm. It's the first time Najee Harris has averaged five yards to carry all year. Yes, he did have one big run that was 30-something yards. Mm-hmm. Do you not find that to be ironic? Why does that happen? Because your defense can get bad offenses off the field quick. The the Saints ran for twenty nine yards against them. Mm-hmm. They didn't. I I can't remember what time of possession was, but it was light. And so what happens? You just start wearing a defense down. It was you want to mitigate a bad offensive line? Wear the defense out. Mm-hmm. Just keep them on the field. Pittsburgh had the ball for thirty eight, almost thirty nine minutes. And that's their recipe to success. Mm-hmm. And don't ask Tiny Hands Kenny Pickett to try to bring you back. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, a game that I feel very sure I'm going to be on this week mm-hmm. is Pittsburgh against Cincinnati. That game's in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold. And Jonah Williams still plays left tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. They, they struggle with I'm the not going to tell rushers. you they win. Yeah. But whatever that number is. But this game will be much closer now than it would have been three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure somebody's going to say, well, you have the Steelers too high. No, I have the Steelers where they belong. I would agree with that. 
T.J. Watt coming, coming back means a lot to this team. Now at number 20, we have another team that's been up. They've been down. They've been all around. And they may need a new head coach here pretty soon. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been in pretty much the same spot for me, and they will continue to be. But you, there's a weird story around them that I really want to talk about. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 rogue combat club Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training has a goal for our community one that's stronger more fit and unwavers in its support of one another rogue combat clubs instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in brazilian jiu-jitsu muay thai and wrestling rogue combat club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms join today at roguecombatclub.com at ingles whether we're celebrating friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park it's all in the bag ingles low prices love the savings I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Back in the Sportsocracy on the iHeartRadio app and, of course, on here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400, seen everywhere on YouTube as well. And the power rankings for Week 11 in the NFL continue with number 20, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, what? So fill us in, Flo Stradamus, on this whole Eno Benjamin thing. Uh, well, there are a lot of stories. I'm curious to see on Hard Knocks what what comes of this. They have inflated Eno Benjamin all year long. See, I mean, see, I'm talking since camp that Eno, oh, he's a different guy. He's so good. It, it, a, no, he's not. B, he doesn't do any of the little things. And then this week, you he's active and you play him for a snap. And then you make us feel stupid for not knowing that Keontae Ingram had passed him on the depth chart. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You just started this guy two weeks ago. And you want to talk down to the media for not knowing that you had slid Keontae Ingram in front of him. Something weird happened. Mm -hmm. And then he did not hide his displeasure with it at all. And next thing you know, they hide it in that five o'clock news dump of, yeah, we waved Dino Benjamin. You know why teams do that? Because a coach like Cliff Kingsbury is like the substitute teacher. Oh, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. You'll be watching Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And everybody goes, well, nothing gets done tomorrow. <laughs> and that's Cliff Kingsbury in a nutshell. Okay. And that's why you do this. You have to have a sacrificial lamb. He spoke to the media. He made you look bad. 
because you've hyped him up. You did this to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you just unceremoniously wave him. You not find it weird that the number one team in waiver priority claimed him? The Houston Texans are who wound up with him. Mm-hmm. That not strike you as strange? You have a bit of a talent deficiency anyway. It's just it's the Arizona Cardinals in a nutshell. They can't mm-hmm. fire Cliff Kingsbury fast enough to me. Yeah. Kyler Murray sat this past week. Colt McCoy getting the win. How did you feel about the uh, about this team watching Colt McCoy? Was there were there points in the game where you went, "This might be better. This might be better than Kyler." It's just different. It, it's different. That Rams team was completely listless. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's better. The uh, Kyler Murray is obviously a better player. I don't know. I've always said I don't know that he is conducive to winning football. He has a really bad attitude. He's had a problem with virtually every receiver he's ever played with. Mm-hmm. That kind of tells me everything I need to know. But Kyler Murray sat this week, and did we have did we have any blow ups? Did we did we have the no. dysfunction on the sidelines? Well, I mean, did minus, we have the distraction? I mean, minus Eno. Yeah, but that wasn't something that happened in game. That wasn't like he's flipping off the coach on the sideline and then up, oh, up, oh, up, oh, just released him. That was behind uh, closed doors, been. cloak and dagger kind of stuff. It was very obvious on the sideline that he was not thrilled with the decision here. Mm-hmm. I just, I think it's a dysfunctional organization. It's a dysfunctional organization. I don't think it's a very attractive job. Uh, and the fact that you hired an, uh, an offensive coordinator out of college to be your head coach in the nfl i feel like this was a little predictable mm-hmm. although james connor's back so woo woo two touchdown game for james connor all those fantasy fans all those fantasy players have been holding on to him for all all the season long hope you played him this week because yeah, he's not particularly that, good at football either i was gonna say i don't think he's gonna do that again oh he might He's also probably going to average 3.3 yards a carry again because he is not very good. At number 19, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh Uh-huh, the Falcons coming off of uh, back-to-back losses here. And, yes, going to Bank of America Stadium last Thursday and losing to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers getting a little retribution after their uh, loss to the Atlanta Falcons just a couple of weeks ago. I I, I like Arthur Smith. I, I really do. But? <laughs> was it that obvious that there was course, a but coming? Of course there's a but. He's one of those coaches that I think he's going to get in his own way. He's so analytical that you end up doing things that don't make any sense. 25 carries against the, uh, against the Carolina Panthers. Nobody had more than eight. You're trotting out four running backs. Do you realize how actually stupid that is? To have Caleb Huntley and Avery Williams and Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. You never get a synergy. It was very obvious. Mm -hmm. Watching them at Bank of America on Thursday, it was very obvious. that This is something's off here. And Cordero Patterson sitting on the sideline going, "I I don't know what more I'm supposed to do. I'm very clearly the best running back on this team. And yet I can't get touches. But apparently Arthur doesn't believe it. Either that or he's trying to protect his health. For what? I have no idea. And that's the point. Is This is this is striking me as I'm just going to throw a lot of things at the wall and see what sticks. 
and it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And this is what the analytics guys do. If you remember, Cleveland did this at, at one point. They hired all of these analytical guys, and that's how you wind up taking Baker Mayfield at one. Analytics are a nice tool. If they become what drives your decision-making, it leads to some real stupidity. And that's kind of what I feel like I'm watching in Atlanta. You don't have a quarterback. Uh, somebody in the YouTube comments earlier said, "How bad?" I think it's Evan Doyle said, "How bad must Devin, Desmond Ritter be?" Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. For you to be watching Marcus Mariota, who is putting the quarterback position back ten years every time he takes a snap, and you never turn to the young guy. Look, this seems not competitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're up here because they play hard, and they have a lot of young guys that don't know what they don't know. But it's just a lack of talent on this team. And the fact that you can't get Kyle Pitts or Drake London the ball routinely, that's a bad sign. Ew. And they're just they're they're gross at times. Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch. But I think that's kind of what comes with not having top players at key positions. I mean, I feel like last year was fun with Cordero Patterson. But that time has come and gone. And now to me, this screams Arthur Smith knows he doesn't have a running back. He doesn't have the, the If stud. that's how he sees this, then he's a moron. I mean, if you watch this team and you watch, and, and I don't have the analytics pulled up in front of me, but if you look at the yards per play with Cordero Patterson on the field versus everyone else, mm-hmm. you would have to willfully not want to see it. It's abundantly clear. It has been for two years. Mm-hmm. And you're trotting out these fringe roster guys. For what? For why? For why do you do that, Mr. Smith? For why? <laughs> Does that make any sense? It's, it strikes me as a really smart guy that's out thinking himself. Yeah. He's trying to find anything. And you're you're assuming zebras, not horses. Oh, hoofbeats. No, you have a terrible quarterback, and everybody knows it. You have a terrible quarterback that can't throw. Two six-foot-five receivers open. And so what do we do? We just put seven in the box and dare you. Right. Which leads to him ultimately throwing one at the lights. Could this be a landing spot for Hendon Hooker? In the draft, obviously. I mean, it's possible. I feel like Atlanta is Atlanta is going to be one of those case studies in you can be too good for your own good. This team plays really hard, but they they lack talent in a ton of places. Mm-hmm. And so now you're going to pick in the low teens, that 10, 11, 12 range somewhere in there. You're not going to impact quarterback at 12. You're going to do the same thing you did last year. Well, we need a quarterback. Okay. Uh, who's who's left? Desmond Ritter. Great. It's a waste of a third-round draft pick. I said it when you did it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he hasn't played really a snap, a meaningful snap yet, tells me everything I need to know. Right. They know what this team is. You've got a couple good wins. You play really hard. You know where you typically say that? About teams that are not very talented. That's what you got with Atlanta. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Let's get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida. And there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. 
Jeremy did one of the... I mean, I'm not going to say it was dumb because it was totally worth it. It was totally worth it to shave off the beard for the Hulkamania that we got to see from his Halloween festivities. And the fun that we had and the un- the, the uncomfortable, you know, presence that we had for a couple of days was weird. Having baby-faced Jeremy Green on one side of the board it was strange. But that thing is growing in fast. Uh, yes, it is. And now I feel like you need to set the mark higher. Set the mark higher? Yeah, for, for, for where you're going to take the beard game after this. Because a new world's record was just recently set in Casper, Wyoming. As the men of Casper got together... I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> and they created... What is now the longest beard chain in history? The longest what? Beard chain. You heard me right. I'm going to need you to explain what that means. Uh, Well, see, dudes with beards that are eight inches long or longer all got together and they tied their beards together. Oh, no. Uh, oh no 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 that's not at all what i yep yep creating what is now the world's longest beard chain oh that's that is disgusting yeah it is very very disgusting the uh the the hairy chain measured 150 feet long demolishing the world record that was set in germany in 2007 which was 62 feet and six inches it doesn't say how many beards were involved in this but the pictures are just hilarious to me a bunch of grown men with way too long facial hair with their cute little beards all tied together oh that's a that oh that's repulsive. I, I, hair mortifies me. <laughs> yes, I do see the irony that I have a gigantic beard usually, and I'm mortified by hair. But I am. There's a long-standing saying that be careful what you put on the internet because it never disappears. Well, apparently, three people in Colorado are learning this the hard way. U.S. Forest Service officials are currently investigating a five-year-old video that appears to show three people. And they're violating the visitation rules at Hanging Lake, which is in Glenwood Canyon. It It's not that they violated the rules that that is bothering me. And it's not why this story is weird. One of them was dressed as a Pikachu, <laughs> which apparently is a Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a, a little yellow thing. It's a little yellow critter. And this grown man is dressed as that, which got my brain going to a funny place of... They don't know exactly who this guy is. They think they know, but they didn't really see the names. So there are three grown men, or they appear to be grown men, in onesies, dressed as Pikachus. Yeah. Five years a long time. So these could have been college kids that were doing, I don't know what you're doing, and I, I frankly don't want to know. But what happens when you get arrested for this and you have to tell your boss, well, Bill, uh, here's the thing. 
uh, in college, I like to dress up like a uh, fictitious varmint and break into national parks. LMNO fired. Uh, that that will be the end of your employment, Dave. Is there not a statute of limitations here? I mean, it's been five years. I I will never understand some of the things that people do. Like me and Dave and Bill, we're going to go out in the woods uh, dressed as cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do out there? Hang out. Just a couple domestic lights. Just hanging out on a Saturday. I'm glad you said that because that's a good for, time for me to tease. It's people do weird things and you have no reason why they do it. You want to find out uh, one of the latest uh, incidents of this? Stay tuned for the crime story for today because I got a fun one. Got a doozy of a crime story, do you? I got got a fun. Well, it's just one of those things that makes you go, what did you think was going to happen? And what was the purpose in any of this? Exactly like dressing up as a Pikachu and breaking into national parks. I mean, I'm sure it seemed like a good idea when you were drunk as a freshman in college. Don't dress as fictitious varmints. It's the most millennial thing I've heard today. Mm Mm-hmm. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, and we will continue the power rankings for week 11 with a team that has climbed six spots, and they could be headed higher with a bullet. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. You might not know this, but the Ingalls Bakery is actually a bakery. As in, we bake things. Really delicious things. Things like crusty breads just waiting for that scrumptious strawberry jam. Apple fritters to pair perfectly with that morning cup of coffee. Cakes for any occasion, customized to your precise standards. And did we mention the cookies? It's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Week 11 power rankings on this power ranking Tuesday. We're up to number 18, just shy of the midway point of the league. The Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. Who made a big move today. The Cut Rodgers. Amari Rogers. Amari Rogers. Because he couldn't hold on to a football no. uh, if it was glued to his fingertips. Uh, he fumbled another punt return on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. The fourth time he's done that this year. He had five total fumbles so far or, on the year. It was the most for any non-quarterback in the entire league. And he barely plays. Mm-hmm. So he gone. That's what he should be. 
Absolutely. But Samari this, Torre is way more of a, a prospect than Amari Rogers is. Yes. But this was the thing that Jeremy had been calling for for a week. Y'all, the, uh, y'all are underselling this. You're overrating the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers are going to win this week. And lo and behold, they won. Ended up winning in overtime, coming back from a 14-point deficit. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers finally found his playmaker. Christian Watson had three touchdowns in the game. Can he continue that week in and week out? No, no, no one can. No, but I told this stat this morning. Uh, uh, Armchair and I doing the fantasy show. He's played a hundred and se- I think it was 175 snaps. 54 of them were this week in week 10. Mm-hmm. He's been hurt, which stunted him. Nobody ever doubted what he could do with the ball in his hands when he's healthy. You're going to have to manufacture the touches, but this does exactly what I said about Odell Beckham Jr. Now, you know, Christian Watson is a threat. Say so have drop problems? Yes. But he's a threat over the top, which means your number one coverage has to go to Christian Watson. Now the two goes to Lazard. You get Randall Cobb back, we think, this week. You've still got Sammy Watkins. You've still got Samari Torre. You've still got those two running backs that, weird, you finally figured out, maybe we should run the damn ball. And it worked. What a shock. Matt LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Cram it, your cram hole, LaFleur. 24 carries this past week for for Aaron Jones. And you're going to continue to see that. I hope so. But we say this every time he does it. Every time Aaron Jones has one of these games where he touches the ball 20-plus times and they win and he scores a couple of touchdowns and you go, that's what you need to do. And what happens? It, it invariably happens the next week. Seven touches, eight touches for Aaron Jones, and you lose. Or you don't look good, or what I don't. He is maddeningly inconsistent mm-hmm. as a head coach. So is Mike McCarthy, in fairness. Oh, of course he, he did is. the exact same thing. And I'm, uh, I'm calling my shot early since this is the Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. I will not be shocked at all. If they smoke the Tennessee Titans like a honey ham. You remember all those betting anomalies that that I talked about with Dallas? Mm -hmm. We have them again. With the Tennessee game? And this time, the Packers are a three-point favorite. 85% of the money is on Green Bay. On The tickets are right about Mm 50-50. That's Vegas going... You let him stick around. You let the un- you didn't kill the Undertaker, and now he has sat straight up, and everybody's going, uh oh, yeah, uh oh. So you believe, you mm-hmm. believe this is the turnaround mm-hmm. that they're getting ready to roll off six out of seven, something like that, and be a threat again. I have already called my shot on this, but I will do it again. Uh, because what I said was they're going to beat the Cowboys. They're going to beat the Titans. And then if you really look at that schedule, there are at least five more wins there. I will not be in any way shocked or four more wins. Excuse me. I will not in any way be shocked if this team finishes nine and eight or 10 and seven makes the playoffs and Mm -hmm. you go, well, it would have been great if we didn't have to face him. 
that would have been that would have been swell really looking forward to facing daniel jones right and now i get aaron Rodgers. i struggle to see how a team's going to go into lambeau and beat them mm-hmm. the, the, the miami dolphins do i think miami's better than them yes i do do i think tua who's from hawaii Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are going to go to Lambeau when it might be four degrees and run up and down the field on them? No, I do not. Jeff Wilson time. Uh, yeah, that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is, uh, and and he is a dog. We'll right. talk about him when when we get to the Dolphins. Right. I, I just the the demise of the Green Bay Packers. I believe were greatly oversold. Okay. We'll see. I mean, you've poo-pooed the Dallas Cowboys all year long. Mm-hmm. You feel the same way about the Tennessee Titans? Paper no. champion kind of thing? No, this is a, sh- this is a short week. Um, oh, wait a minute. Dolphin game's in Miami. Sorry, I I had the schedule backwards. I'm weird. Must be a setting or something that I clicked wrong because every one of these games is flipped. <laughs> weird. The only reason I even noticed is because I know this game Thursday is in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. I, it's not that I'm underselling the Titans. This is short week. Aaron Rodgers, you gave them the the bump with them beating the Cowboys. And this just has every makings of ugly Thursday night game where Green Bay wins. Okay. Convincingly. After last night as well, it's hard to look two weeks ahead and go, yeah, that Philadelphia Eagles game, that's just not winnable. I think it is. I think it might be. I think it might be, especially if you're going to run the ball. If you're going to run the damn ball like you're supposed to, that's exactly what killed the Philadelphia Eagles against the Washington Commanders. So if the Green Bay Packers can do the same thing, they might get more than that. They might get more than those five wins left. I'm going to steal Asheville Police Chief David Zach's patented line. It's really a simple game. You just have to do it right. Right. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville Green Bay Packers at number 18 this week. We'll roll on with week 11 power rankings next. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full 
full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. In the midst of the week, 11 power rankings here in the Sportocracy on ESPN Asheville. Number 17 this week. The New England Patriots. I I, I can't figure out this team. I mean, are they, are, are they good? No. Are they bad? No. No. They're just dry, white toast. That's exactly what this team is. They're as dry as uh, Bill Belichick's sense of humor. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna be honest with you. This is in the this is in the early line. I know there's this reputation that that Bill just really messes with young quarterbacks. Guess who the smart money's on early? The J E T S J J J S. Correct. As it should be. Mm-hmm. As it should have been the first time. And I believe it was the first time. No. It wasn't? Mm-mm. Now, the, the, the defense has kind of turned a, a bit of a corner. And I, I just look at New England and go, you can win one way. You have to be able to run the ball. And, or force a, turn, a ton of turnovers. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to give Zach Wilson the platitude to do that. So... I don't really love how this sets up for you. I mean, but look, that's a good team. New England's, and I'm using good, maybe a little liberally, they're the definition of league average. Mm -hmm. Do I think they're beating the Vikings, the Jets, the Bills? No. No. But I think they're going to deep fry the Cardinals, the Raiders. You might catch the Bills and Dolphins with nothing to play for late in the season. Mm-hmm. I won't be shocked if New England makes the playoffs. I'm saying other than the Jets game where Zach Wilson had, what was it, three interceptions mm-hmm. that just completely turned the tide of the game. Other than that game. You haven't beaten anybody that's They any have good. beaten the Steelers, the Lions, the Browns, and the Colts before Jeff Saturday came in and saved the day. And that's what, and every year there's one of these teams. They can beat bad teams. Mm-hmm. They can every once in a while pull a te- an upset on a team that's close to them, which I think the Jets are. But you're never going to beat the good teams. And every once in a while, you'll get smoked by the Bears. Mm-hmm. You're just never going to live that. Let them live that down, are you? No, no, I'm not. When Justin Fields gets the Baker Mayfield treatment in a year, when everybody's talking about how he's dog water and he's up for grabs and nobody wants him. Jeremy's still going to lean back to, hey, y'all remember that Monday hey, night football game? You, you remember when he built, when he beat Bill's brains out and made him cry on television? I remember. He didn't do that. Bill Belichick doesn't have emotions. No, you're right. You know better than that. Phil, or excuse me, the New England Patriots at number 17. Number 16. It's the Washington Commanders. After their win, it seems better than you think. Yeah, after their win over the Philadelphia Eagles last night that surprised everybody, they have now won four out of their last five games. And now they get to play the Texans and the Falcons coming up. I think those are going to go their way. And then this team goes from being 
absolute basement cellar dwellers top five pick to they're seven and five Mm -hmm. and you know there's a shot and we have a team do this every year where they just come out of nowhere and all of a sudden you're but how are you here and that's where i'm at with washington i can't explain it to you the defense Mm -hmm. is is drastically improved the secondary is drastically improved and the offense does just enough yep and you get chase young coming back who knows what that uh what that pressure that he adds from the defense what that's going to do to this uh to this team's prospects down the stretch because you got texans falcons two with the giants if they slip up in one of those games which they very well could split it exactly and you got the browns still left on your schedule i mean that will be the browns with deshaun watson yeah but i would say nine and eight very well may make the playoffs in the nfc it very well could at number six or excuse me 15 the tampa bay buccaneers fire them cannons by golly do you think you'd be happy with 15 coming Um, in this year no i didn't i didn't think i would be happy but i am i I, i'm happy because now you're at 500 it feels the team feels different like there's been some kind of a lift i'm not saying that you know miss bunchin had anything to do with that oh i would say her jujitsu instructor did I would say Tom was sitting in his locker room going, I'll show you. He's taping up his hands like, I watch this. Didn't want me to come back and play football. I don't know that they're going to roll off a whole bunch of wins here and surprise everybody at the end of the season. And we'll be talking about this team as a contender going into the playoffs. But you can never rule it out. No, but this is the team that I'm probably the most confident in gets a home playoff game. And as long as you can keep Tom's arm attached to his body, which you were you were headed down a path where that didn't happen, mm-hmm. but Rashad White changes that changes this offense. He does, and I'm really glad that Todd Bowles figured that out six weeks after the rest of us did. It's actually a better time frame than when he was with the Jets. It usually took about two years, <laughs> so maybe it's a learning process. He's he's picking it up a little quicker this time around as a head coach. Um, Tampa Bay, don't count them out. They're, they're still the best same thing team I in said with same thing I said with Green Bay. Yep, you got a vet quarterback that knows how to win, and you didn't bury the stake in his heart when you got the chance. This is like killing a vampire; they will just keep coming back until you eradicate them. And now somebody's going to have to eradicate them. Mm-hmm. I hope you got some shares of Julio Jones. By the way, I I see him getting more and more involved, but as the weeks go on, until, he may not last. I was about to say until he breaks a week right. from now, he may not last long. But he's getting more involved. And then number 14, the Dallas Cowboys. How about them How Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> you lose to the Green Bay Packers, and now we got, oh, that's what Jeremy oh, was talking about. Oh, you are exactly who that big ginger mulleted dude said you were. You're terrible on defense. You have a great pass rusher, and your offense is it's a thing mm-hmm. it's a it's a thing i can't put my finger on it but it's a thing you tony pollard and cd lamb very well unfortunately you give a lot more touches to the ezekiel elliott's and the the dalton schultz's and the michael gallops than you should dallas cowboys at number fifth or excuse me number 14, 14 this week we will get into the uh baker's dozen 
coming up after the Sports Center update here on ESPN Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. We are heard everywhere, live or on demand on the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, seen everywhere on YouTube. Whenever we're live here on the radio, we're also on YouTube. We're also on YouTube on Tuesday mornings for your fantasy show. Jeremy Green, David Smith of Armchair Commentary, bringing you the, the, the waiver wire pickups of the week. And, of course, on Sunday mornings, we got your fantasy game time decisions. Got a tough time setting your lineup? Just listen to us. We're on an hour before the kickoff of the first game of the week, which no more international games. So if uh, No early morning international right. games. Right. Which means back to, back to 10 a.m., exactly. which is a lot more palatable than me getting up at 7 o'clock on a Sunday. Yes, indeed it is. Uh, so fantasy game time decisions each and every Sunday will get you set for the day, help you, st- you know, your start sit em, answer the start sit em questions, and set your DFS lineups for the week as well. Lots of you, you like the bangers here on ESPN Asheville for just the regular uh, point spreads and such throughout the week. You're going to love the fantasy uh, bangers as well on Sunday mornings. Um, We are rolling on with the Week 11 power rankings as the NFL gets – I mean, the picture just starts to come clearer and clearer week by week. Who's at the top? Who's at the bottom? Now, we're at the Baker's Dozen, the top 13 in the league. Jeremy loves 13s. He's got 13 tattoos. And he's got. And 13s. many of them have 13s. I was going to say, and, and, and many of them are 13s. Number 13 this week the Tennessee Titans. Ah, that team that Derrick Henry's better than any other team in the league because there's only one Derrick Henry. They're going to win a lot of games because of Derrick Henry. They're oh, going to win this division. Because they're in a division with the Colts mm-hmm. and the Texans mm-hmm. and the Jaguars. I mean, look, this team's good. I just I kind of feel the same way about them that I did last year. I feel like there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors. It's a it's a lot of culture. Mm-hmm. It's a very good culture, very well coached team. You know what you are. But are you really trying to tell me this team's going to beat Pat Mahomes or beat Josh Allen or beat Joe Burrow? Really, really. Well, I mean, if they had had Ryan Tannehill, they would have beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You don't know that. You don't know that. No, you don't know that. You don't know that that game would have been any different. You don't know that Kansas City's defense wasn't thinned out because they knew that Malik Willis would just take off and run. But we all believe it. I don't believe it in any way. You said it. You were one of the ones that said it on this year program. If Ryan Tannehill had played that game, Kansas City would have lost. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I hate to kill you with your own words here, but come on. Yeah. I mean, based on how they played that night, uh, all right, you you lather up and do it again. Uh, Kansas City going to lose to Tennessee? Not in the playoffs. Uh, I don't care if it's in the playoffs, regular season, preseason. You, you just can't hang with a team that can score points like that. Mm-hmm. And that, that, to me, puts a ceiling on Tennessee. 
put the ceiling on the team at number 12, too. Which is? The Seattle Sea Chickens. Mm-hmm. Went into Germany this past week, and lo and behold, when the, when the Tampa Bay defense finally decided to show up for a game this year, Geno Smith didn't look like one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. That rushing attack didn't look like it's unstoppable like it has pretty much every other week this year. I feel like there were two teams this week that got slight, not unveiled is probably too drastic, but the the game plan, the blueprint, whatever you want to call it, of how you beat them, it became pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. It's Philadelphia last night. Make Jalen Hurts play from behind. Geno Smith, take away his toy. Mm-hmm. Take away his toy, which is Kenny Walker. Take away the running game. Stack the box. Make him beat you down the field. He's an accurate quarterback. He's always been an accurate quarterback. That was never a problem. That was the big thing when he was coming out of college, is that he is really efficient. Now, did I ever think he would be as efficient as he's been this year for Seattle? No. And I think this team will – I don't think they're going to win the division, but I do think they'll be a wild card. The defense is young. The defense is hungry. But at the end of the day, say it out loud. Is Geno Smith going to beat Jalen Hurts or Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? I struggle to believe that. As do I. And seeing it, look, it was ugly. That that Germany game was not pretty for Seattle. No, it wasn't. And they were having to manufacture touches for Kenny Walker outside the tackle box with dump-offs and things like that because they could do nothing running between the tackles. Now, not every team has Vita Vea, who is a a house with a head, but I I, I think a lot of defensive coordinators watched that game and went, okay, this is is more doable than we once thought it was. Yeah, I don't necessarily know that i agree with you that they won't win this division but i still believe in san francisco more than i do in seattle and seattle is i mean they could have three more wins oh i mean i don't really like the last part of your schedule three or four more wins i mean that's going to get you into the playoffs. I mean, that's the only th- uh, Seattle is the only thing that was exposed that involved the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this weekend. Did you see the text that Antonio Brown put out from Tom Brady? Oh gosh, no. What I genuinely th- there are times I wish Antonio Brown would explain what his thought process was before he did things. Okay, so he puts out this he, he unveils this text that Tom sent him. I guess thinking it was going to make him look bad. There is nobody on the planet Earth that would take shots at Tom Brady more readily than I would. He sounded like a concerned friend of, you're making bad decisions. You're hanging out with the wrong people. It's very obvious. We're all talking about it. And do better. And Antonio Brown puts it out like, see? No, you look like the schmuck here, right, not him. Right. He looks like the good guy, and you look like the buffoon, as you have done for three solid years now. Right. I meant to bring that up when uh, Tampa Bay came up in the power rankings. Uh, B. Malik in our YouTube comments mentioned it. 
Okay. It's like, what made you think of that? I have. It was said in the comments. Right, right. And we were talking about the team that Tampa Bay played, Mm -hmm. and I realized I forgot it. Yeah. No, I did not see any of that. Antonio Brown lives in his own fantasy world, though. We all know this. Oh, he think he thinks he's right and everybody else is wrong, no matter what he's doing in the public. Place. And if you ever wondered that, just realize that at some point he went into a studio, put on headphones, much like the ones I'm wearing right now, listened to himself rap and went, fire, let's go. Well, yeah, because when you pay the studio for the air, for the studio time, what are they going to say? Oh, that's crap. We shouldn't put it out. No, they're going to be like, yeah, that was great. And every time I hear him rap, I think of that line from, uh, what was it, Billy Madison? That was the most rambling, incoherent (laughs) thing I've ever heard in my life, and we're all dumber for having heard it. (laughs) I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. What was it? What was it he kept saying over and over and over again? Oh, I didn't. Business time? Something like that. Something like that? Something like that. Gross. Gross. It's awful. Yeah. Next up of the week, 11 power rankings. Number 11, the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. Chargers. Are- now, you talk about a team that I cannot figure out. This is a team that I cannot figure out. No, because one week they look good. Next week they don't. And they they still have a really tough time winning close games. Well, when you can't run, that's mm-hmm. you can't run and you can't stop the run same problem i'm gonna patent that theory one of these days you want me to show you a team that's gonna be less than you think if you can't run and you can't stop the run take however many wins you think they have and take about three off of it Mm -hmm. i mean is there is there much shame in losing to the seattle seahawks or to the san francisco 49ers no no kansas city chiefs we're still forgetting that jacksonville game like that outlier still still being left out. No, but there is some shame in having 238 total yards in an NFL game. Agreed. There is some shame with Justin Herbert having 12 total first downs. And Austin Eckler. But but we didn't have Keenan Allen. I don't care. We didn't have Mike Williams. Again, I don't care. Because they've got Josh Palmer, It's right? Josh Palmer season, baby! Oh, gosh continuing with the josh palmer thing the future hall of famer josh palmer stop that i mean he's I, not even gonna make the fantasy football hall of i got news for you they're already uh they, they've already busted out the bronze for the bust <laughs> of josh palmer because <laughs> that's a hall of fame career just looking for a place to land nine not gonna happen deandre carter's got a better shot uh that is one of the dumber things you've ever seen <laughs> I mean, it's just a badly, it's just a poorly coached team. Mm -hmm. And I think it's from pillar to post. Brandon Staley, Lombardi with the offense. I'll use the same line that I said earlier in the show. Who's gotten better? In Brandon Staley's tenure, name me the player on this team that's gotten better. You look at Mike Williams in a different light now than you did before? No. No. Keenan Allen? No. Justin Herbert? No. Austin Heckler? No. No. Name me the defensive player that's gotten better. Kenneth Murray. Uh, that's a very low bar that you set. I, that's like saying he tied his shoes correctly. That's a win. It is. It is a win. I mean, J.C. Jackson went to the Chargers and all of a sudden forgot how to play football. Mm-hmm. That tells me everything I need to know. 
I mean, because with defensive guys, it works the same way as it does with offensive. If you're some offensive savant and your team can't play offensively, mm-hmm. that's that's really damning for you. And that's where I'm at with the Chargers. Yeah. I, I know he takes too many risks. That gets into the analytical thing. I'm just looking at a full-on Jimmys and Joes, X's and O's. What is it exactly that he's doing correctly? Other than being the guy that puts on a Thunderbolt uh, hoodie with a call sheet in his hand. Because his team is ridiculously talented. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like they're out of position a lot. Teams seem to have very little fear of, of going for it on them. Have you ever noticed that? Teams get, they wind up fourth and two on the Chargers and they have no fear whatsoever. Doesn't really matter where they are on the field. As long as they're across 50 yard line, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. We're not worried. Hey, we said it about Mike Zimmer last year and three years prior to that. When you're supposed to be the defensive guy and your defense is not good and you're the head coach. It might be time to take a step back. There's and, there, and there's one big difference between Brandon Staley and, and Mike Zimmer. I know definitively in his personal <laughs> life, he a dog. Mike Zimmer. Which, which means Mike Zimmer greater than Brandon Staley. You don't know. Dog. You don't know what Brandon Staley's got. You're 100% right. I know exactly what Mike Zimmer does in yes. his free time. Yes, yes, you do. Dog. At number 10. Yeah, we'll tell you coming up next right here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. Jeremy's so excited. I see what you did there. My story at the end of this segment is not crimes. I mean, it's a violation of bro code. I don't think that's a crime. Wow. (laughs) Wowie. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of let's keep moving forward. Week 11 power rankings entered the top 10 in the NFL. 
Number 10. The New York Giants. Yep. New York football Giants coming in at number 10 this week. And, I mean, they're 7-2. and two. You got the Detroit Lions coming up next, so we feel like you're going to be 8-2. and two. Look, we've said, we've said since the beginning of the season there's a lot of wins possibly on this schedule. They've already winnabled a bunch of them. And the question to me is, are they still the class of this division? The NFC East? Mm-hmm. No, the class of the division is the Eagles. Are they close? I'm going to re- I'm going to again say what I said from the jump. The New York Giants are closer to the Dallas Cowboys and Washington Commanders than the Dallas Cowboys are to the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. I would say I, I I'm this is going to be an unpopular stance, and it didn't power rank this way. I'm not sure Dallas isn't the worst team in their own division. That ESPN draft nerd. <laughs> Have fun. Maybe use a spell check. Just throwing that out there. Give it a little bit more time. I, I mean, I think the Giants are good. I, I also think they go into the playoffs and get smoked. I, I go back to the quarterback argument. Right. Are you going to go beat Kirk Cousins in his house with Daniel Jones? Really? No. I mean, and what what is it exactly that you've done that's supposed to is supposed to impress me so much? So you beat the Texans, who are the worst team in the league. The Jaguars, who are in the bottom five. The Packers, who were awful at the time. Mm-hmm. The Bears, who are in the bottom five. The Panthers, who are in the bottom five. I mean, you have a lot of fluffy wins here. And, and I mean, it's going to continue. You play the Lions this week. You still have two with the Commanders. I think you split those. You play the Colts. And this team's going to go 10 and 7, 11 and 6, maybe even 12 and 5, depending mm-hmm. on how the season ends out. But then I struggle to believe a team that I can't even figure out who your receivers are like kenny galladay's getting booed off the field you're, you're playing As he should he's not oh good. he's awful oh he's awful awful like i mean as soon as they say that name you go screw it give me richie james oh there were there was a rumor the jets were pursuing kenny galladay and i have never been more thankful I will pour one out every time that his name comes up that he is not a New York J-E-T-S jet, jet, jet. You could have been stuck with him. Oh, and I'm glad we're not. Thank the Lord you're not. Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. No but, the, no, but the thing that's... But the, the team, Look, if you're going to give Nick Sirianni credit for building an offense around Jalen Hurts that shows what he can do, you got to do the same thing for somebody's meemaw, uh, Brian Dayball. The NFL coaches as women. Oh, it's phenomenal. Are gross. Phenomenal. They're gross. My favorite one was the one that said, I'm shocked how many of these are sober. Oh, and yeah. I laughed until I about cried. Yeah, because uh, female Sean McVay, that'll, that'll make you Cliff rethink. Kingsbury, that'll but make you re- rethink some things. Yeah, <laughs> but New York Giants. I mean, you know, they they do stuff. Can you explain them in two sentences? Uh, yeah, Saquon Barkley is a beast, and the defense is better than you think. There you go. They're right on the periphery of it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't think you explain it easily. No. Because here's the thing. If I come back with, okay, Saquon's waxing his surfboard or uh, he missed his flight or whatever the case may be, we don't try to forecast injuries around here. No, this team's irrelevant. There you go. And it, it is really a struggle for me to say that with a running back. Now, he is a special, special running back. He is going to get an amount of money that will blow your mind in this offseason. Mm-hmm. But as, as long as you stay upright, I mean, this team's not going to be fun to play. Really want Brian Daybull to find that quarterback, but the problem is they're winning too many games. I think they're stuck with Daniel Jones. And Brian Daybull is going to be the coach of the year. Think so? I almost don't see a way around it. I almost don't see a way around it. I don't know. When you see the 11-6 and six New York Giants at the end of the year, I feel like voters are going to go, it has to be you. It can't, I mean, Pete Carroll, yeah, that one's sweet. Robert Sala, that one's sweet. Look at those rosters compared to the Giants. But what about the – They got Richie James as their number one wide receiver. Yeah, that's true. That's where I think that goes, yeah, is that you just so. come to a point where you go, this looks like an XFL roster. And he won 11 games with that? Give it to somebody's memo. Maybe. Maybe. Although I still feel like, you know, at the end of at the end of the season, if you're looking at the fifteen and two Minnesota Vikings, you might go, They had a rookie head coach? Really? I I am ninety five percent sure somebody's gonna clip out the last thing I said and use that against me at a very ill timed time. As you should. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, I realized can, it as can, I said it. <laughs> You, if you'd like to, you can isolate that and send it to me. <laughs> Tank, Tank at the sportsocracy.com. And really all he's doing is putting his work on you because he can do the exact same thing. I could, but um, chances are I'm probably not going to. Because he'll forget. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You ever forget? Happened to me. Happens to me all the time. Number 10 is the New York Giants. At number 9. The Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens, look, I picked them to win it all. I then changed my mind and went with the Philadelphia Eagles at midseason. So here we go, Baltimore Ravens. Kiss of death's already been put on the Philadelphia Eagles. It's time for you to stand up. I'm curious to see how this, how this defense grows in the back end of the schedule. Because if you really look at it, there are a lot of uh, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Baltimore doesn't lose another game. Dang. They may not lose another game. It, at, I, and I think at worst. Two. Yeah. You, you, lose, you lose Cincinnati at the end of the season because they need it more than you do, and you slip up in one other game. That's the worst I can see this being. Mm-hmm. This team's going to go 12-5 and five and is going to win this division. And I'm staring at that Cleveland Browns game. At the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson on that the field. That could be the one. That might be the one other one. But, yeah, I mean, best case scenario, you got a loss left. RJ, RJ said take that Eagles prediction back immediately. No, sir. Uh, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not been around with us for long, I need you to understand the power of the kiss of death that is across this table from me wearing his hat that he picked up from his other job at 
sit go. <laughs> I hadn't made fun of the hat in a while. Yeah, that was a good one. If he says it, it is destined, destined to fail, mm-hmm. which is why I have at the threat of violence kept him away from number eight in the power rankings. My New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You're not allowed. All right, this is a bandwagon mm-hmm. that you were not allowed on. Look, there's Nobody. not a shot in 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 hell that the New York Jets will win the AFC East. You keep you you keep doing you. <laughs> That's what I thought. Fear is a powerful a powerful motivator, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. That's right. See, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to help your 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 New York Jets out. And y- some y'all. people will say, "How did they fall?" It, it, it's very simple. So the way I do this every week is I, I take the rankings from the week before. And is your stock up or is your stock down? Well, just in play. Mm-hmm. So you had a couple that uh, Miami, very obviously, uh, they move in front of them. And I feel like there was a little bit of separation. And, and that's the, the biggest gist of it. Mm-hmm. And the Jets are going to win a lot of games, too. And that defense is full of dogs. Absolutely. And I, and I know people are going to say, but, but your thing about quarterbacks. No, 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 you're missing the point. When you're this good defensively, and it really hasn't mattered who run the, who runs the ball, go back and watch that last drive against Buffalo. Dalvin Cook, who, you know, he struggled a little bit against the Bills. James Robinson didn't. Mm-hmm. Michael Carter didn't. Mm-hmm. And they knew it was coming. As long as you can do that, you're going to win a lot of games. Yes, and that will. travels well, and that deals with cold weather well. Mm-hmm. You can you can play good defense, run the ball, and still make the playoffs and come up with a playoff win. Now that's even probably as a, far as you even, go. W- even with a bad quarterback, Baker Mayfield proved that two years ago. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's kind of where I see see your Jets because I don't believe in Zach Wilson. Receipts, baby, receipts. I I, I, the more you talk, the better I feel. I don't believe in Zach Wilson, and I think um, he can only carry you so far. But that's still going to get you to the playoffs. And like I said, could possibly get you a playoff win. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't see you doing too much else. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It's time for the most important message of the day. And as always, Jeremy Green, that message. Don't do crimes. Nope. Don't do it. And I understand some crimes. Some crimes I understand, like crimes of passion. You can Which is what mine those. is. You can explain those away. Um, you know, crimes of necessity. Somebody's hungry and they're, you know, they steal to feed their family. I can understand that. It's still wrong. It's still crimes and we don't do crimes. But I can understand the motive behind some crimes. This is one that I can't wrap my head around where you thought this was going to go. This comes from Ephrata. I th- I hope I'm saying that right. Pennsylvania. E-P-H-R-A-T-A. The Ephrata Borough wa- Wastewater Management Group. They were taking water tests. And as they took their, their, their little water sample and had it tested... It showed up and showed some very high toxicity. And to the point where it, 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 it 
raised red flags for everybody involved. And then they realized that it had been tampered with. For what reason, we don't know. But the sample had been tested, had, had been tampered with. And so they called the Efrata police. And the Efrata police then tested it. And now an employee at the wastewater treatment plant has been charged because he peed in it. No. I, why would you do that? No. Like, like this wasn't like, I don't, I, like, again, I don't know what you were going to gain from this. The water sample tested high levels of urine. And it was only, they only found that because uh, it looked like it had been tested, it had been tampered with inside the machine. Wait a minute. Inside the machine. What, what kind of machine was this? What does that machine look like and how do you tamper with it inside the machine? Are you telling me that this guy dropped trowel in the middle of the test and urinated inside the test tube while the machine was on? That's a bold strategy, Cotton. I don't know, but again, he has this guy's been charged with criminal mischief for urinating in a water sample. LMNO fired. LMNO fired. I am going to do something that has never been done in the history of the show. Okay. I have breaking news. Ooh. Gonna break the news. Who's gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news? Who's gonna break the news? And, and, and I have breaking news with my crime story, not because this is a crime, but because this is a rampant violation of the bro code. Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, Larsa, is confirming to TMZ that she's officially in a romantic relationship with Marcus Jordan. That's Michael's son. Oh no. She's 48, he's 31. They've been they were spotted on a beach together and apparently TMZ put all of these things together. The relationship turned romantic over the last month and now the two are in a courting relationship. I don't know what that term means. Where they spend days at the beach and nights at the Miami clubs blowing through basketball fortunes. That's mm. actually from the story. I didn't know where that was headed and I panicked for a second. Ah. Uh, 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 Poor Scotty. So it's official that Michael won this, right? Like the, the Michael Scotty beef between the last dance, between, I mean, Okay, there's not really much coming back from this. Poor Scotty. Always playing second chair to a Jordan. <laughs> that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Good for Marcus. That is... Wow. Wow. I mean, Zach Wilson would be proud. Just saying. You are in the sportocracy. You're on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Top eight of the power rankings. Next. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. 
They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Ahoy, matey! At Ingalls, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety. From your local catch to flavors from around the world, wild sashimi tuna, Charleston crab cakes, mountains of shrimp, bourbon salmon, wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa. It's enough to make any salty sea captain ready to set a course for the bounteous treasure of the Ingalls Seafood Department. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville and the power rankings for week 11 in the NFL continue. We are into the top seven. The New York Jets were eight. They dropped this past week despite having a bye week. There were some impressive teams. Yeah, may, this is the one. This is well, the one that I don't understand. realize that the one that the, the, the one signature win, well, they lost again. So that makes you reassess that. That's now several losses for the Bills. So it's not as – I mean, I said it was the biggest win for the Jets in 10 years, and I stand by mm-hmm. that. It's not necessarily as impressive as it was a week ago. Yeah, I, and I understand that. The, but but here's what I don't understand. How did the Cincinnati Bengals, who are the number seven team this week, how did they jump the New York Jets when they both had bye weeks this week? Because – maybe I got a little excited last week with the Jets. Okay. Maybe I got just a little carried away. Maybe I reassessed some things, looked in the mirror, asked yourself, are you being as impartial as you can be? Or are you talking with your fan glasses there? Yeah. I don't know why it turned into one of Bill Swirsky's super fans right there. But. Because you went full super fan. I. You went full super fan last week when you put the New York Jets at the top five. And look, they're close to that. Uh Uh-huh. And nobody disagrees with that. But having them at five was a little... That was a little high. It was a little high. Cincinnati Bengals, though, coming in at number seven. Coming off the bye week, they got to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I, I don't... I don't know. The more you talk about it, Jeremy, the more and more I go, hmm, that's not gonna go your way. Or it's got a chance not to go your way. What? The the game against Pittsburgh this week. And oh, if, Cincinnati? Yeah, and if the, and and if that happens, then you're staring at a five and five Cincinnati Bengals team 
And now I start to ask questions of whether or not they're actually going to be able to make the playoffs. Well, the schedule's daunting. I mean, if Cincinnati – I said this, I think, last week. If Cincinnati makes the playoffs, they're going to represent the AFC. Mm-hmm. Because they will have to go through a murderer's row to get there. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, that's also the way they jump the Jets. Because I asked myself this question. The Jets and the Bengals both play games this week on the road that could be trap games mm-hmm. coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. And I asked myself, who do I have less faith in? It's the Jets. I think it's more predi- it's more plausible that the Jets lose to New England than Cincinnati loses to Cleveland. I think that game will be close. Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think that game will be close. But I, and I think Pittsburgh probably covers, but Cincinnati wins. I could see a path the Jets lose. Mm-hmm. This is a very jetty thing to do coming off a of bye week. But both of these teams, if you want to really prove to us you are who we think you are right now and not who you've been for the last 20 years, these are games that you should win. Right. Still a head scratcher the way they got dominated by the Cleveland Browns a couple of weeks ago. Just going on the road in the NFC North, we all know is hard. It doesn't matter the records of these teams. It's always hard to get those division wins on the road, and that's exactly what they're facing this week. They got to go on the road to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They do not deal well deal well with pass rush, so that game could be very very close. Number six, the San Francisco Forty ers How you feeling? Two weeks into the uh, post-Christian McCaffrey trade, how you feel about this team? They have so many toys. That That's the problem with this team. They have so many toys. Oh, Debo Samuel didn't have a good week. George Hill didn't have a good week. That's fine. Elijah Mitchell will. That's fine. Christian McCaffrey will. Mm-hmm. We'll score enough points. Mm-hmm. The defense, <laughs> I'll be really honest with you. One of my favorite games to play, and it drives HWA insane, is – as they go through the 11 man starting lineups on NBC, calling out where they went to college. I think San Francisco has the highest number in this league that I can't get right on defense. Okay. And yet it's still ridiculously good. I mean, they're down to what? Their fifth corner at this point? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's all about the system, it's all about the scheme, it's all about D'Amico Ryan. It was just like it was with Robert Sala when he was the defensive coordinator there. That defense is really, really good, and they can beat you multiple ways. San Francisco is the big scary bear. That they're another one that you didn't kill them when you had the chance, because they there was a lot of flux there when when Trey Lance goes down. You got to turn to Jimmy Garoppolo. This is almost like going back to the ex girlfriend of no. It was always it was always you, and now we've there's been rings bought. There are enough flowers, enough dates, and all that's in the past. And this team is really, really good. Uh, they need a couple of more. Actually, just one more bad loss. One more bad loss, and I'm really going to have questions about the team. Because you just got games on your schedule or that, that you've already played that I go, how in the heck did that happen? Getting demolished by the Atlanta Falcons. Every team has one. Losing to the Denver Broncos. Losing to the Chicago Bears. I get it was in a monsoon. Let's stop bringing that up. Every, All I'm saying every is... Every team has one. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's the thing. There's not yeah, a team every, in this league that you can't point at sure. and go, 
what in the world happened here? But do, but are there many teams that have three? Because that's my concern. Is like you get up for some of these games, and other games. Well, it just one looks of them, like you're. Uh, well, I mean, two of those games were off. The it's planet. a different team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had Trey Lance, young quarterback. For me, that's just new information. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just saying, if they slip up and lose to the Cardinals or the Saints in the next couple of weeks, I don't think you have to worry about that. It's going to be lots of questions for old Kyle Shanahan. J- Jimmy G is the three cheese chicken penne. You're never going to go to a restaurant specifically because of it. You're also never going to walk away and go, I absolutely cannot eat this. Mm-hmm. It, it just is what it is. He's He is the definition of a game manager. Mm-hmm. All right, last one before we take a break, and then after the break, we will give you the one that this is the tier, the top tier. We said earlier this week, there's four, right? There's five. Oh, you're lumping these guys in with the actual real big boy Super Bowl contenders? There's five, and I'll be really honest with you, I think there's actually nine. I think there's nine that are the the drop-off for me this week was at ten. because i think the drop off from the ravens to the giants is significant yes i think there is a little bit of a drop off from six to seven and there's just a just a little drop off from four to five and number five the miami dolphins you did something this weekend that i didn't think you could do which is absolutely bend a team to your will defensively Mm mm-hmm you let Justin Fields run all over you, which I'm not going to unsee that anytime soon. But then you responded by going going up against a team that, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I missed this one aggressively. I thought Cleveland was going to run down their throat, and they were going to have to outscore them. Uh, th- I mean, they just broke them. It was, it was almost impressive to watch, really, of you can just do nothing. Right. I didn't think they had that in them. Does the improvisation not play a play a factor in that for you? Like it's harder to stop Justin Fields because you don't know where he's coming from or what he's going to do on any given play. I knew exactly what Cleveland was going to do. Most plays they came out there, they're handing it to number twenty four. It, it does in a way. It does in a way. But I, I also have five big as Brian Haynes calls them Hagamales in between your defense and my running back. With Justin Fields, you're all by yourself. And so it's almost more impressive to me that you could stop Cleveland than it is scary to me that you got eaten up by Justin Fields. Okay. That's impressive to me because they, this team is built to do exactly what they tried to do on you and they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think you had that in you. Yeah. Now, am I telling you Miami's a Super Bowl contender? I'm not there yet. I still think Tua Tungvaloa is some smoke and mirrors. And I, there, there's a game coming. Jets! <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry, that was a cough that came as if from nowhere. That's a defense that really has gotten tired of hearing, well, if Tua had played, you couldn't have beat us. Uh huh. Okay, then. We'll see soon enough, won't we? And I think you're going to see that there is a limitation there. But this team's still really talented. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming up after the break, it'll be 
top four time for the week 11 power rankings. Plus, Jeremy, he's got some bangers for you tonight. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. That's my new ringtone, by the way. Give it, give it to somebody's memo. Who did? Uh, who did not know that somebody that listens to the show was going to isolate that? Uh, thank you, Jason uh, Trump, for that one. He is. Uh, yeah. he, he is. He is our IT guy for a reason. I feel like that's probably going to end up on a shirt before it's all said and done. Uh, the weekly power rankings roll on in just a moment. First, let's get some bangers from Jeremy Green. Coffee's the closers on. Get him the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Tuesday night maxion. Woo! Much like NBA games. Lay the points. Lay the wagers. Don't watch these games. Because all three of these are going to be dreadfully bad. Bowling Green is a 15 and a half point dog tonight. Toledo is really death by a thousand paper cutting themselves. And 15 and a half is a lot for a team that commits this many penalties. Uh, give me Bowling Green minus, or plus the 15 and a half. Ball State is a four point dog against Ohio, who could not stop a nosebleed with a roll of paper towels. I can't tell you they win, but they're going to cover four. Ball State plus the four. Finally, Central Michigan or Eastern Michigan, excuse me, is a seven and a half point dog against Kent State. Eastern Michigan is really good against the pass, which makes me think this ends up being one of those fourteen to eleven maxion tilts, and I'm catching seven in the hook. Give me the Eastern Michigan hurrah, Eagles. Take those wagers over to BetUs.com. Use the promo code Sportsocracy and get a one hundred and twenty five percent deposit bonus on whatever you put in. Up to twenty five hundred dollars. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't take the opportunity to give some college basketball picks. The college basketball season's already over for me. Oh, because Florida State lost to FSU or to uh, UCF, and then lost to Troy last night. They're zero and three. Oh no! Yeah, they're zero and three. You lost to Stetson, Troy, and UCF. Yeah, it's not off to a good start. It's not good. It's not it's good. It's not off to a good start. But tonight, I mean, tonight you got a great doubleheader in the Champions Classic with Michigan State and Kentucky. And 
Kansas and Duke. Yeah. You're probably going to have to power through the college basketball because uh, I, I don't see me carrying until February at the earliest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, top four in the week 11 power rankings at number four. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, they were number one last week. And they're the one that I look at and go, I, I know, you know, you know, and I'll be honest with you, the toughest, the toughest maneuver I had all week. What happens if the Miami Dolphins play the Philadelphia Eagles? Can Jalen Hurts keep up with Tua? That's a scary thought. Ah, the the determining factor was I get Darius Slay and James Bradbury with the Eagles, which I think could probably slow that offense down just enough mm-hmm. to put Philadelphia at four. Strength on strength, defense on that offense. I think I'd lean Philadelphia. Still. I, I am, and that that's why I said there's a little drop because. After last night, I'm I'm not as high on Philadelphia as I was. I still think things are very good, but they beat you one way. Yep. Number three. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. And they better because nobody turns the ball over like Josh Allen. Indeed. Get if that they stop turning control. the ball over, they're the best team in the league. Nobody Absolutely. will convince me different. Absolutely. Got to get that under control. They've had three losses. Every one of them, they lost turnover battle. And I'm talking gnarly turnovers. Josh Allen, just take care of the ball. Only team that can beat you is you. Number two. The Minnesota Vikings. Still feels gross a little bit, but not so much after this past week. They have something nobody else has. Justin Jefferson. Mm, That's right. I have a receiver that is just a full-on dog. And he's a notch above every receiver in the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. That one-handed catch is the best catch I've ever seen. And he can just take over a game. And I don't care who you have. I don't care if you double him. I don't care if you have the best corner in the league. You're not going to stop him. Nope. He's already, already talking about sauce. Of, oh, I can't wait to get the rookie. Mm-hmm. That, uh, <clears throat> I don't feel great about that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But. There is one team that should feel pretty good this week because they are the new number one in the sportsocracy power rankings. The Kansas City Chiefs. Trust Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. We said they were going to take a step back this year. If you take away the the Indianapolis game, if that just didn't happen, they would clearly be the number one in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Now you add that, it's closer, and this was close. That top four, they're very close to each other unsettling loss for the eagles a lot of turnovers for the bills i'm still leaning on kirk cousins in prime time with the vikings kansas city chiefs have a great evening everybody this uh power rankings tuesday we'll be back with you tomorrow right here on espn Asheville and on youtube at three o'clock